Hello. Before we get to this week's episode, we want to remind you that while the show will always be free, we also have a Patreon where you can get even more fandom. So visit patreon.com forward slash the fandom show where for a couple bucks a month, you can listen to episodes early. You can get a nerds letter. You can listen to our patron exclusive, The Fan Club, where we watch movies one of us love and the other has never seen. Uh, this month we watched Cruel Intentions and it's uh, fun and sexy and gross a little bit. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see how you feel about it. Uh, you can also get a shout out on an episode and this one goes out to Son of Odin. Thank you so much for your support. We're a fan of you. Your dad's pretty cool, too, I guess. Uh, <laughs> um, once more, that's patreon.com forward slash the fandom show. I've lost my mind. Uh, we're also trying to get more folks to check out the podcast. So if you listen regularly, first of all, thank you. Um, but if you'd like to help, please get on a podcast provider of choice, uh, rate, review, subscribe, which helps other people find the podcast uh, on those providers. All that being said, you're already doing the best thing you can possibly do and the most supportive thing, which is just listening. So thank you so much. Please enjoy the episode. Hello, 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 and welcome to The Fandom Show, the podcast where we, where we learn about fantastic fandoms by talking to our favorites about their favorites. I am Kaya Green. I'm Stephanie Malik. And today we are talking about the book and movie that puts the dicks back in politics. <laughs> <laughs> it's red, white, and royal blue. Look, sometimes we have to come up with puns on the fly, and that's the best I had. <laughs> I loved it. Yay. Holy shit. What a start. Um, so this is a book, uh, a romance book about uh, the uh, son of the uh, president and the uh, prince of England getting together. Steph, what do you know about this this book and or movie? I mean, I read the book and I watched the movie. They're both really fun. <laughs> both a lovely time. I don't normally uh, read a lot of like anything that could be called smutty. Uh, this is just a little delicious treat, you know? This is a little right at the cottage. It was nice to be relaxing, reading about these boys falling in love. I loved it. Kai, what do you know about it? Um, okay, so uh, basically the same thing. Yeah. Um, I had this recommended to me from like several different angles. Mm -hmm. um, so finally like reading it was fun. Um, it was described as like really fluffy and, and delightful and just like an easy fun read. And like as I was reading it, I was like surprised by how how engaging and lovely and fun it was to read. Yes. Um, so yeah, no, I, I had a delightful time with this. I have slightly different feelings about the movie uh, because I enjoyed the book so much. And and I am one of those jerks who, <laughs> who <laughs> will always be like, well, here's why the book was better. <laughs> I'm obnoxious, uh, terrible to talk to. Um, uh, but you know who's not terrible to talk to? In fact, wonderful to talk to. Ooh. Our guest today. So Kat Angus is the co-host of I, I Hate It But I Love It podcast, which has won multiple Canadian podcast meow, awards, meow, meow, including meow. Best Comedy and People's Choice. The people chose them. Um, she's also <laughs> the managing editor of the TLDR newsletter for Well simple. Kat, thank you for joining What's us. Up? I'm so excited to finally be We're here. We're so <laughs> excited to have you. Um, so just so our listeners know, there was, there was a process getting you here because you're like, what is my fandom? Yeah, it's like, my, my fandom can't just be consuming media, <laughs> which mean, it really seemed to be for a long time. You do do it like an absolute pro. Yes, absolutely. The <laughs> amount that you manage to watch, read, and just consume is incredible to me. But the thing is, like, once I'm done with the thing, it's on to the next one. Yeah, like, right, I've, right. Uh, like, but if, if I were a teenager, this would be Buffy, but like I'm an adult now and I know things. Right. And so I gotta... <laughs> yeah, relatable. Uh, <laughs> um, and so like people were like, oh, you should do like escape room movies. And as I've said multiple times, that's my compulsion. That is not my fandom. Yeah. I don't like any of those movies. I just feel like I have to watch them. Um, and then finally, so the Red, White, and Royal Blue movie was coming out this year and I I loved the book, and uh, I was like looking. I was like, "Well, I've read this book a bunch of times since it came out." And I wonder, like, uh, and I look, and I'm like, "I've read this like six times." And I'm like, "When did I buy it? Oh, a year ago. I read oh. it six times in a year." <laughs> and I said this to our producer Diana, and she goes, "Cat." I think you have a fandom. And I was like, oh my God, I have one. Yay! Yes. <laughs> and 
and yeah, it turns out my fandom is just gay boys falling in love and <laughs> finding community. <laughs> oh, a beautiful fandom to have. Oh, beautiful. I love. I, I love this book. I I do love a good romance novel. I love. Uh, I love gayness, and I love people having hot hot sex in books. Yeah, um, ticks all the boxes. <laughs> and to be fair, like you hear the premise of this book, and you're like, okay, like this feels very lifetime movie. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was my first reaction. Yes. I think as well. And I was just so delighted by just how thoughtful and caring this book is yeah. and is really like not just about these two people falling in love but like they're both flawed people and are trying to, but that doesn't mean that they're bad or don't work together it's that they have obstacles to overcome yep. and then even beyond their relationship they're actually finding like their found family when they've been feeling sort of like isolated in their respective castles and white houses yes uh, <laughs> and it's just so nice yeah <laughs> it's it, just a nice book and it's complete wish fulfillment and I love that. There is nothing wrong with that. No. <laughs> that is a lovely thing to have. Yes. You know? Absolutely. So let's pretend someone has, who's listening has never heard of Red, White, and Royal Blue. How okay. would you explain it to them? Uh, so the son of the President of the United States, uh, his name is Alex Claremont Diaz. Uh, so he's like... Uh, confident, a little cocky in more yep. ways than one. We'll get to that. Yeah. Uh, and he sort of has like this, he, he kind of hates, in quotation marks, the Prince of England because the prince was rude to him once. Um, and then uh, they end up through, through through sort of convoluted ways, they have to hang out with each other to convince the world they don't hate each other. Yes. And then it turns out they don't hate each other, guys. They don't. Did they <laughs> ever? Fact. Yeah, in fact, did they ever? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Might have liked each other all along. All along. All along. Tale as old as time, really. Uh, enemies to lovers right, yeah. is a great trope. Yeah, enemy to lovers through a, through a PR team. <laughs> <laughs> and what I love about en enemies to lovers is that it's only ever one of them who's enemies to lovers. Like, one of them is like, we're enemies. And the other one's like, I've been in love with you this entire yeah, time. I'm, I'm what are you chill. talking about? Wait, you hate me? What? That is that is so true, and it is it does, but it does work so it works well. So well, it works so well. <laughs> I like we're playing Hades right now. Uh, you know, back and forth because we, it, we only have like one it. switch. Um, but I I definitely romanced Megara because I, we kept fighting each other, and I was like, wouldn't it be hot if we did it? Though? <laughs> I'm like, I'm a sucker for this throw. A what if sucker, we kissed? I Hades. <laughs> <laughs> and we did. I did it. I did it. I know everybody was waiting to find out. <laughs> okay, cool. So how, what's your origin story? How did you come to this book? Uh, this, I think this was a real word of mouth book. I think yeah. like it was like, it's a hit, deserves to be a hit. I think everyone was sort of surprised. And I think it was just like people would read it and then were like, you got to read this book. Like, and I think a lot of people were like, I know, I know the premise sounds dumb. Just read it. And oh, I, with me. And like, I even like for a while was like, don't, I mean, if you tell me to read, I'm not going to read it. Don't. Like, I am so that person. 100%. Don't tell me to do it. Yeah. And then. Don't uh, tell me I'll And like then I was it. getting more into romance novels and I was like, all right, let's read this one. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I get it now, guys. Oh. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> Went straight to the heart. It, it was my enemies to lovers. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. the book was like, I loved you this entire time. And I was like. <laughs> <laughs> and then you just found yourself rereading it over the course yeah, of the year. I, it's like my comfort book of right. just like I want to read something that like isn't like is really just nice and it's comforting and just makes me feel good about the potential of the world yeah even when the world's not living up to its potential yes. uh and just like yeah, I want to live in the world that this book has created. Yeah. And Casey McQuiston does such a great job of this with their books. Uh, they have another young adult novel called I Kissed Shara Wheeler, which is also very queer, uh, which is uh, about a lot of people uh, realizing their queer identities. Uh, just, we love it. It's so delightful. Uh, so they're, they're a great writer. And honestly, the, the dialogue with that they write for their characters feels so real. Yeah. <laughs> and like you get the sense of who each of them is, the texting conversations I could read over and over and over again. <laughs> Very fun. They're so, so cute and like, 
it's just a, a very well thought out novel. Yeah, I feel 100%. like the world of this book uh, takes place in an alternate reality yep. of ours where, you know, Trump never existed. <laughs> yep. We love it. A woman became president. Yeah. Uh, and people liked her. And people liked her and they were like, this is a good choice. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, someone mentioned Hamilton doesn't exist in this world. <laughs> the musical Hamilton doesn't exist. I don't know. Huh. This alternate universe. So it's kind of fun to <laughs> All right. Interesting. I hadn't thought about that. Um <laughs> Go ahead. I was going to say, okay, so obviously the key to any good romance mm-hmm. uh, is chemistry. It's yes. feeling the chemistry. Mm-hmm. You're a writer yourself. Um, <laughs> Qu- quotation marks, <laughs> but sure. Um, what do you think makes effective chemistry on the page when you oh. can't see those glances, when you can't see all of that? Well, one, describing the glances does a lot of we work. Love, <laughs> we love a described love a glance. glance. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, I think, like, it's really, one, it's banter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and even when you think you hate each other, they are, like, right on top of it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I really like that it, even though they're sort of shitty to each other at first, they sort of get over that fairly quickly. Yeah. And they're like sort of like, oh, I guess we were both being jerks about it. Yeah. yeah. And I like somebody who, I like characters who like are flawed but can sort of understand that and grow as people. Yeah. And I feel like both of these characters, it's not just like, oh, they learn that they love each other and that's the end. It's like, no, they all, they both grow as people and become better people throughout, through their relationship and what they experience uh, surrounding that relationship. Yeah, because yeah, that's what makes for a good relationship, yeah. right? Someone you can grow with. Yes. Not just someone that is like, you're complete now. Yeah. You're done. <laughs> You've finished life. You did it. You found a partner and now you have no problems <laughs> Everything's ever. perfect. That's exactly how it works. Uh, so if you scan reviews for the books, many people describe Alex and Henry as very relatable, which mm. is, you know, considering they're the president's son and also a prince, <laughs> um, that's great. Uh, but what do you think makes them feel real to so many people? Oh, I mean, I'm sure uh, this happens in the movie, and I can't quite remember if this happens word for word in the book, but uh, Alex talks about his dad uh, growing up and not really seeing anyone like himself as uh, as like an immigrant or uh, as a uh, Latino person uh, in politics or in the public eye. And Alex kind of says, like, I want to be able to be that for people, uh, people who are growing up now. And I think there's just things of like people seeing like, oh, I can see myself in this person. And uh, it's so good to know that, like, not just that, (laughs) like, uh, what I'm going through is okay, but that other people want to put these kinds of characters in the public eye. Yeah. That, like, other people are going through what I, uh, I'm going through, and they want to make other people feel accepted as well. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. That makes sense. Yeah. There's, a, there's a real sort of political angle to the book, too, aside from the romance, right? Yes. Uh, so they are sort of in the midst of his mother's re-election campaign. And the uh, it's, I don't think it's explicitly said, but the Republican nominee, nominee is clearly very, very right wing yeah. mm-hmm. and is super shitty. And uh, they sort of, they recognize that, like... Texas has not gone blue in a long time. And so there's a whole real like push of like, we can get this back because people want to be, want to progress and they want the world to move forward. Um, And I don't know if that's ever going to happen in real life, but it's nice when it happens in the book. (laughs) Yeah, to go into this world where that is possible. Yeah. This was written during the 2016 election, right? Yes. So this very much is kind of that wish fulfillment and well, it feels good. (laughs) It it feels good to think about. Yes, I believe, yeah, I believe that the, the 2016 election is really what like pushed Casey to write this. Yeah, that makes uh, a lot of sense. And I, yeah, I get it. Escape into this world. I, want I have her version. I've, please, I've done it six times in a year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's talk about side characters here, because um, often you know side characters and romances uh, end up becoming just kind of like props uh, to prop up the main characters. How do you say this? How would you say this differs? Oh. <laughs> Like I said, this is not just about these men falling in love. It's them finding community, which is that, like, they become friends with each other's friends. Like, Alex's sister, June, and their other friend, oh, and I've forgotten her name. Uh, Nora? Nora, there we go. Nice. Uh, Like, they they both have their own characteristics and end up, like not just caring about Henry, but caring about his family. And Henry's sister also wants to be part of it and his friends. And they just end up forming like, oh, okay, we all have a friend group now. And we have oh. group, we have a group chat. I love the group chat text yes, that they include so funny. much. Uh, it's just really, really nice. And I think the book does a really good job of, ex- of sort of not explicitly saying, but making you understand that like, 
June and Alex's parents' divorce reflected them in a way that like made them sort of really dive deep into like, I need to be a success. I need to mm-hmm. work really hard. Right. And that means that they have sort of not let other parts of them grow as well. Yeah. <laughs> and so they, both of them realizing this and both of them trying to grow and like overcome those things about themselves is really, really nice. And it's not that it's just like, oh, and then June is here. It's like, no, June, <laughs> June's got her own stuff going on. Yeah, they're not just in the background to be like, girl, get with that prince. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, thank you thanks, for your input. Thanks. Really I, appreciate I, that. I already was. I'm doing it already. <laughs> I appreciate the sentiment, though. The forward thrust of the book. But yeah, sure, thanks. <laughs> well, one thing I really liked in the book, and I was so sad that it wasn't in the movie, and we'll talk about it later, about mm. why certain characters weren't in the movie. Mm. But when they go to a club together and they get to just have that section where they're just playing. Yes. Oh, yeah. I just get to be with I, people who get it. I really miss that part. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think that's one of my favorite parts of the book. Yeah. Uh, yeah, has really nothing to do with them, with the two men having sex or being lovey with each other. It's just like, no, we all went out. We all got our, we had like personalized robes that we all wore. I so funny. <laughs> love it. And so funny. We all drank too much champagne and just had amazing time and we all just felt loved and accepted by yeah. each other. Uh, yeah, I really missed that part in the book. We'll get into my issues yeah, with the yeah. movie. <laughs> I do think the friendship is such a compelling part of the yes, story, though, yes. because like I remember when when that part happened and then the group text showed up. Mm-hmm. I, maybe I'm just also a sucker for when people become friends, yes. which is vague as hell. <laughs> I like when people like each other. Yes, it, 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 I yeah. genuinely think, I, I know it's silly to say, but it is so satisfying when you see a group of friends coalesce in fiction mm-hmm. and it feels like a friend group yeah. you know yeah. and that you're a part of. Um, like that, that's so such a hard thing to get right, mm-hmm. but man, when you get it right, it feels so cool. I know, and it's like, it's a it's masterfully done in this book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. And so often you, you have situations in fiction where, you know, the friends come in and one person is like, I don't know, I don't like that. That person totally. that negative <laughs> that negative yeah. influence and works. it's like oh so not only do I have to win over the person I want to be with I gotta win you over yeah. too uh, <laughs> get out of here come on everyone just let each other be happy and they do and yeah. they do yeah nobody nobody in this book is against this relationship even a little bit totally except for like the queen but we'll get it we'll yeah. get to that <laughs> well I think that's maybe what makes it so successfully positive is the fact that their circumstances are the thing keeping them apart not mm-hmm. like their mean friend yeah or yeah. like yeah. their dad or, or like something or like they could have one conversation to clear things up but they don't and so the book just keeps uh, going that kills like, me that oh. never happens in this book no. like they have actual conversations it's that like literally who they are and what the, what yeah. circumstances they're in is what's keeping them yeah. apart the stakes are so high yes yes, yes exactly oh. yeah it really helps everything else feel <laughs> buoyant yes you know? absolutely uh, uh, and also I really love Alex's mom in the book uh, yes. the see the scenes when he comes out to her and then she's, she's like, like clears her schedule and then puts together a whole PowerPoint presentation. presentation. So funny. <laughs> it's so delightful. And the fact that they not only didn't do that in the movie, but then like referenced it anyway. Yeah. I was like, don't do that to me. You either no. give it to us or don't. Yeah. Don't yeah. don't be like, we know you want it, but no. No. <laughs> you can't have it. Okay, you know what? Let's just talk about the movie adaptation. <laughs> we got <laughs> Damn it. it. We got I, it. I like the movie is yeah. the thing. I okay. do like it. The movie's it. very fun. It's, it's very fun. I think the problem with the movie is that they just really focus on the romance yeah. and basically cut out everything else. Yeah. They uh, cut June from the movie, and also in the movie, his parents aren't divorced, which kind of, like, undercuts the whole reason why Alex is like the way that he's like. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And, like, I understand it's a movie you can't, like, sometimes you just gotta cut characters, but I feel like you really lose a lot by losing June. Yeah. I feel like the director, I read an article by him uh, just talking about his, uh, the reasons for cutting it, and he was very much like, I want the whole thing to focus on these two. I don't really need anything that fills out the world. That's so wrong. It's so wrong. Uh, This should have been a miniseries, and I understand that, like, that's just not what Amazon ordered. Like, you just gotta do a movie, but I really wish that it had been a miniseries. That would have been really nice, because then you can follow the sort of like political arc yeah. a little bit more. Yeah, and, they, like, they cut out like the junior congressman yeah. who ends up like... That that's the one plot point in the book I yeah. think is kind of weird where it's like he's very obviously like a Democrat and then he's like now I'm on the ticket with the right wing guy yeah. and you're like what? <laughs> I also thought the gay journalist in the in the movie was weird too though. That, one, yeah. that was a weird one. This is a mean gay. Yeah. He, <laughs> yes. He was a mean. Yeah. There are different types of gays. These are the nice ones. That's the mean. That's one. the mean, mean didn't one. Didn't care for that. Yeah. Uh, and from that we also lose the uh, I think the guy from high school that Alex sort of had. 
had a situation yeah, with. Yeah, I loved that subplot. I loved that subplot. And losing it, I think you lose a lot of Alex's, like, sort of realizing, like, yeah. oh, I, it turns out I was like this the whole time. Yeah. It I wasn't just like, a sudden thing. Henry got brought up in him. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that is, like, it's clear that I don't know how Casey McQuiston identifies. Um, uh, I know they are non-binary, okay, but I don't, cool. I don't know other than that. It's such a real thing of being a queer person who figures things out as you go along mm-hmm. and looking back on being like, oh, oh. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's like, why I did that. Yeah, there's like the great part in the book where he, he uh, Alex thinks like, I guess if you're straight, you don't spend so much time thinking about how not gay you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, that's I, fair. my therapist full laughs at me about this, but I, I uh, when I was a kid, I remember thinking to myself, I can't be gay. Only one in 10 people are gay. <laughs> what are the odds? <laughs> And I, to this day, I'm like, wow. One in ten is the odds. (laughs) One in ten. And it's like, what are the chances I'm that special? People who think about this are gay. You don't think about this straight straight. up. Just just go with it, kid. You'll be fine. It's very funny. But yes, it's that sentiment exactly. And I felt like this so much of, you know... Like, obviously, it, it, this is why they say write what you know. So much of the queer coming out in this feels very authentic. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, I, yeah, I think a lot of it gets lost in the movie. And yeah. don't get me wrong. Like, these two leads are so good. They have such great chemistry together. Um, I think, oh, what's his name? Uh, Taylor Zakar Perez is so good as Alex. Uh, just like, yeah, okay, you get this. Like, he's confident, but kind of, a, kind of an idiot. Like, yeah, 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 <laughs> like yeah. you kind of want to hit him upside the head a little bit. And I like... How I just like the chemistry that they have together. I think their uh, their making out scenes are very hot. <laughs> I think the book is way hotter. Obviously, they're not yeah. going to get as explicit as yeah. they do in the book. Uh, but I think like I remember when this casting came out, there was like stuff online of just like, oh, I don't think these guys have very good chemistry, and I think the movie's not going to be very good, or they're going to like shy away from the sexy parts of it. And as far as like a movie that isn't R like X rated yeah, can yeah, go, yeah. I think this movie does pretty well, and I think yeah. they like. I'm like, no, they do have good chemistry, and I do believe that they want to fuck each other. (laughs) (laughs) Which you need. It's important. (laughs) An Um, important part of the story. Oh, my biggest problem with the movie, though, is that so when it it comes out that they are dating in the world, and like uh, Alex and Henry can't even talk to each other, and then Alex goes on TV to like give a speech about his relationship with Henry without even talking to Henry about what he wants to do about it. Whereas like in the book, they very much have a conversation of like, like, what do you want to do about this? Which is lovely. Which was wonderful. And to have it in the movie of just Alex just deciding to do it without discussing it with Henry feels out of character. Yeah. And I honestly feel like they just didn't know where to put that scene. (laughs) And they were like, I guess we'll put it here. And someone's like, ah, and it's like, it's here now. Just show text popping up on the screen right as he's stepping up. Being like, you cool? I'm cool. Yeah. Great. Hello, everybody. Yeah, there, it's written. Perfect dialogue. Did it. You cool? I'm cool. Or literally just have the scene of them talking on the phone right before he yeah. does it. Yeah, like, totally. Ugh. Anything to help it seem like, because by yeah. him just talking about it, it's, it seems like he doesn't care that he's do, he's outing. Yeah, they've had whole arguments about how like yeah. Henry, Henry can't, like as a member of the royal family, quote unquote, can't be gay. And that like, this is a huge problem for him. And Alex is like sort of treating it like, well, once my mom doesn't have to run for reelection anymore we can be public and not considering Henry's feelings about this so for him to then go on TV without talking to Henry about it made me furious that is very fair I feel like the movie was so fun and fluffy but I think it missed a lot of those really Mm -hmm. connection moments between those characters where they're talking about the darker stuff they're talking about the more serious stuff. Yeah. Um, and, like, the 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 book actually has, like, Alex looking into, like, gay history in America. Oh, yeah. And I like learning that. about that. I loved it. Loved and then Henry was, like, an expert in that. Oh, great. So good. Wonderful. And then just in the movie, it's like, and now he just goes to Texas and meets some people. And you're like, great, <laughs> I guess. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Are they gay? We won't tell you. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like uh, the book is a cupcake and the movie is exclusively the icing. <laughs> yes. You know? Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. It's all mm-hmm. the like sweet parts, but it has none of the substance in the base that like kind of really, really hold mm-hmm. the book to make it like uh, excellent. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I completely agree. Yeah. yeah. How do you feel about Uma Thurman as Madame Wait, President? I, about it. I mean, 
I like Uma Thurman, and I'm just like, what happened to your career here, man? What happened to your accent? What happened? Her accent comes and goes as she sees fit. (laughs) I mean, she looks hot as hell in this movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, Never been a problem. Yeah. uh, I think just, like, similarly how, like, her character doesn't get a ton to do, and so I wish she had had more to do. Like a PowerPoint presentation. That's what made me so mad. He comes out to her, and it's, like, a very nice scene, and then she's like, well, if I had had time, I would have put together a PowerPoint presentation, and I was like, come on! Give us it's the PowerPoint. The Just give it to us. It's a highlight. We know you want to do it. You do have time. You <laughs> and do. it's such a nice character moment of seeing like she cares so much and yep. is so organized and like this yeah. is how she shows her love. Yeah. And then to just have her like, obviously I'm not going to say like boo to her just accepting him right <laughs> off the bat. Boo. boo. Accept her with data. <laughs> it's just, yeah, you learn more about her as a character by her doing this. Yeah. And instead it's just like, well, I love you, son. Yeah. Yeah. Go tell your dad. That also felt weird. He shouldn't have to tell his dad yeah. if he doesn't want to. No. It, Up to him. I also feel like the w- one thing that works so well about this and why all those side characters and like are so important is that they inform the main character. Yes. Like yes. her doing the PowerPoint informs why Alex is the way he is. Yes. You know, like all of the characters have such a deep history with mm-hmm. each other that you kind of need to know that stuff to make them feel as real as they do. Yeah. And having like uh, both his mom uh, be like the president and his dad be like a congressman or a senator. Yeah. I can't remember which one. Like, you're like, oh, okay. There's like a real, a, a real like work ethic in this family that might be a little unhealthy, but yeah, you like, yeah. the book doesn't, it's not that the book ignores that. They're like, yeah, no, these people are a little bit screwed up. Like yeah. everybody's a little screwed yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, 100%. <laughs> um, I do really miss though, like the absence of those uh, periphery like, uh, members of that friend group. Mm-hmm. You know, Henry doesn't really have friends in the movie. Yeah, and the, well, he does bring Pez along to one thing or two well, things, I, I guess. Mean, how else would he have a romance, <laughs> you know? And I believe in the book, like, Pez comes with them to the cottage, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, Pez is with him in almost yeah, all the yeah, social yeah. All the things. Yeah. I love Pez. Pez I love great Pez. Character. And then just in the movie, they're like, here's his black friend to show that he's cool. Oh, God, that's uh, so right. And he's now the two black people will get together off screen and, uh, They'll just tell you about it later on when you haven't seen them for about 40 minutes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it is very much that thing that I said earlier of the, like, hey, girl, get with them. Yeah. Like, that's that's yeah. what those characters yes. are. In yeah. that. I yeah. mean, I do like the actress who plays Nora in the movie. Yeah. Uh, I think she's very cute, and I like their discussions about, like, oh, I kissed Henry, and she's like, ah, I called it. <laughs> it's very cute. It's just that, unfortunately, that she doesn't get a ton to do other than get it, get him, girl. Get him, yeah. Uh, yeah. Which is like, in the book, she does things. Like, she moves the plot forward in yeah. many different ways. So, uh, man, director, it's not just about cute boys kissing, even it's though not. it's a lot about that. It's not. <laughs> Um, yeah, and I think you're probably right in that, like, Uma Thurman didn't have a lot to do, but she was clearly trying to make choices like she had a lot to do. Yes. <laughs> like, she, I severity. have an accent sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I, like, and don't get me wrong, there's lots of nuances to a southern accent, but yeah. it's not, like, it's not the hardest accent there is. <laughs> right? No, it's, uh, I think it's a fairly accessible accent yeah, to us North Yeah, this is not Americans. a South African accent. Like, yeah. it's, uh, <laughs> this isn't that complicated. <laughs> How are you not maintaining this over the four scenes? you have in this movie. And how does she have that accent and like Alex doesn't yeah. have the oh accent? Oh my God. <laughs> Having grown up in Texas, in Texas for yeah. most of your life. Yeah. Like, you're just fine. Yeah. It really feels like she was just like, I'm, I'm swinging big and it kind of <laughs> makes me love it. Like, I think they were like kind of going for like a female Bill Clinton if he weren't shitty. <laughs> like <laughs> So many steps removed from Bill Clinton. <laughs> I know, right? I think it's just the accent is what I'm yeah. going for. Where they're, like they're trying to remember like, Remember the time in the 90s when we weren't all disillusioned yet? Yeah, when uh, we actually liked politicians we, sometimes. Sort of. Yeah. Uh, as much as is possible. And I say that as someone who was like 10 in the 90s. So like, <laughs> obviously my yeah. memory, I wasn't huge into US politics when I, a Canadian 10-year-old. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> it's so weird. But like, that's how I remember it of just like everyone being like, cool, all right. Like, obviously Washington's dirty, but this seems okay. Yeah. And I feel like that they're trying to sort of evoke that with Uma's character. Yeah, yeah. I think you're absolutely right. Uh, so, you know, we're talking about, uh, how did you feel about the political elements of this book? Because we're talking about the politics mm-hmm. of it. Um, and obviously in this, there 
politics uh, echo throughout the entire mm-hmm. story. How do you feel about this like alternate reality? I politics world? love it. I mean, the world has gotten worse every day since 2016. Uh, <laughs> every like, day is a good way to put that. <laughs> well, no, like I, uh, not to brag, I made a meme of um, <laughs> you know that scene from um, Office Space where he's like, every day is a little bit worse than the day before. Yeah. And so I did that. Like it seems like ever since 2016, every day mm-hmm. is a little bit worse than the day before. So anytime you see me, that's the worst day of my life. Oh. Like, what about today? Is today the worst day of your life? Yeah. Oh, that's messed up. <laughs> that's, uh, Good meme. Thank you. Solid meme work. I don't think it got the attention it deserved. But anyway. <laughs> uh, we, could, we could write that. Everybody go repost it. <laughs> Justice for the meme. Justice for the meme. Anyway, so like disappearing into this book where everything's lovely and it's not that um, that homophobia doesn't exist. It's that these people don't like you don't have to see these people like be like and throw it being thrown in their faces every yeah. day. You get to see the joy that comes out of their queerness. Yeah. And you also get to see them working against homophobia and get to see the world agreeing or the country agreeing with that. Yeah. Uh, Where the homophobia, like the, the fact that they're gay has nothing to do with any of the problems that yes, they're facing. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I do love that. Yeah. But it, it also doesn't do it in a like dismissive way, like Hollywood. Uh, if it, you recall the Ryan Murphy uh, show, Hollywood, which oh kind of. Oh my God. That one like, where it was like, if you had just asked for it, yeah. they would have given it to you and it's like yeah. no they would have murdered you they would have murdered you is the thing like it, it wasn't just a matter of being like what if you were braver like, <laughs> yeah. fuck you Ryan Murphy fuck you Ryan Murphy fuck you can I do a side salad on another Ryan Murphy yes. show I really wish uh, you would did you watch Ratchet at all yes uh, you did yes there is a scene in I think the final episode where out of nowhere one of the character goes I'm dying I have breast cancer and then it cuts two years later she's Fine. Yes. What? It has no bearing on the plot. What? <laughs> it literally, she brings it up. 30 seconds later, she's okay, and it's never mentioned again. Like, that's Why wild. Even, that is a huge revelation that, for a character that just disappears. <laughs> that's also literally a line from The Room, the worst movie ever made. There's yes. a character yes. who says, anyway, I have cancer. Yeah. Yeah. That's like, what? Yes. <laughs> oh, my it was. It's like that. <laughs> oh, my God. And I, I would love to believe it was an homage to The Room, but I do not give Ryan Murphy a no. shred of credit. No, no Ryan Murphy is not. not a popular figure on this <laughs> podcast. No. I, and, and, you know, what I would love to have someone who's a huge fan of Ryan Murphy come and talk to us about it. I want to know what people Ryan love about Murphy, him. He's, I know you're listening. He's Just one of the mean gays. It feels he's, like yes, he's he's, <laughs> he's like he's the journalist. That reporter, yeah. He's the journalist from this movie. Remake the movie except Ryan Murphy is the villain. <laughs> I want it. I want it. Do it just for me. <laughs> anyway, going into things about Ryan Murphy, but I do feel like there's two ways to do it. Hollywood mm-hmm. was the like, like yeah, it, it, it cheapened it in a way that you didn't feel like it was a victory. It was just a like, it was just, yeah, what. If it didn't, and this <laughs> yeah, is what if it didn't? It's great. <laughs> and then, and then, this isn't what if it didn't. Yeah, this is like what if you worked hard to to help progress, yeah. and you gave people credit, and they like they didn't let you down. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, yeah, that's lovely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this isn't a world where it doesn't exist. It's just a world where the world is progressing and getting better. Yeah. And uh, since 2016, uh, yeah, no wonder I have read this book six times in a yeah, year. It's like, let's go back let's, to 2016 let's, mentally. Let's just yeah. rewind time a bit. Well, I was reading a lot of reviews that had a problem with how, like, sort of unrealistic the politics were. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, I couldn't help but feel like the, it's it's fair to have escapism. Yes. It's okay for not everything to be realistic. You can yeah. have fantasy that's somewhat based in a reality that is similar to ours, but let us have our gay little fantasy where the world is progressive and not a nightmare. Yeah. yeah. We need it. Yeah. Like I said, I do think the storyline of like the junior congressman going undercover in the other like campaign yes, is like silly. S- is silly. Yeah. Uh, and it feels like they sort of like needed, they wanted to add a little bit more conflict and I'm like, oh, okay. I feel like maybe this character could have been either cut or just written a little bit yeah. differently yeah uh but that being said uh uh, I love, I just, I love the politics and like the world that this book, this book creates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we didn't even talk about their personal assistant slash aides slash oh, security yes. team. I Zara, totally forgot about that. Zara and Sean. We never talked about them. <laughs> what a fabulous pair. Fa- love it. Fa- love it so much. Uh, Sarah Shahi, I believe, plays uh, Zara in the movie. And I do, I love at the end when she like finally calls Sean and she's like, you will never see me naked if you don't get that prince on the phone. And Alex is like, what? And she's like, 
uh, you, you aren't the only one who has secrets. I'm just good at keeping them. Yes. And I was like, yes, good. You be a professional, Alex. Yes. Oh, my <laughs> God. Them. You're at work. Yes. <laughs> For context, these are uh, basically their two minders on either side. Yes. Is she is she like the chief of staff? Or I'm not sure what her. She ends up being a lot of like lot, dealing with Alex. It's basically bullshit. like, yeah, she's. <laughs> she's his chief of staff. She's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it turns out she's in a secret relationship with Henry's personal valet. Or, I love it. Uh, it's great. Squirry or whatever oh, yeah, that word whatever is. They, I don't yeah. know what word that is. I don't have a handle on that one either. <laughs> British people, man, your world is weird. Yeah. <laughs> have a lot of different roles for different things. You call costume parties fancy dress parties? I would just show up looking real nice to I that party. I would wear the nicest sequined yeah. gown. And then people would be wearing costumes. I'd be very confused. I do appreciate the more of the use of fancy, though. I like fancy in, in more context. It's a I silly, did have funny a discussion word. of, like, why do you say that, like, to with British people? I was like, why do you say you fancy people? And they said, well, what would you say? I was like, I don't know, that I like them? They're like, that could mean anything. <laughs> and I was like, all right. That is that a is, very that's good fair. point. That is fair. fair. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, one, one Britishism I really, really enjoy is um, over here, a buffet is called um, All You Can Eat. Yeah. Over there, it's called Eat All You Like. Oh. <laughs> Which I really enjoy. Well, yeah. It, it's not, it, it, it's really, yeah, it assumes yeah, boundaries. All you, yeah, all it's like, <laughs> I have control over yes, how much I eat. Yes. All you can eat is like, gorge yourselves. It's a challenge. Whereas like, eat all you like. It's like, once yeah. you're full, it's okay. We're yeah. all here to have a yeah, good time. Yeah, up and leave. You know, whereas <laughs> the other one is. You go to Mandarin, wa- all you can eat. That is them saying, Good luck. Good luck. Yeah. Like, I will do it. Nobody leaves the Mandarin feeling good about themselves. No, No, you're going there to be like a horse at a trough. (laughs) Um, More. 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 Just a true indication of the difference between North America (laughs) and Britain, I feel, personally. And these are the things we study in Red, White, and Royal Blue. This is what it's truly about. The difference of worlds coming together. Yeah, it really is a sociological marvel, this book. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Um, But I also have to shout out Sarah Shahi because I have only ever really seen her in the L word. She turns out an excellent performer oh, yeah. in this she, movie. She was Carmen. Yeah, she was Carmen. Yeah. Oh, um, she's, she's great in the L word very too. Um, she is, in fact, Deeply very attractive. attractive. <laughs> Uh, and the scene when she finds Henry in his in Alex's oh, hotel room so is so great that she's just like her brain explodes. She doesn't know how to handle it, but she knows she's furious. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like it's one of those. She knew the assignment. She knows exactly yeah. how much comedy to bring to this, exactly how much silliness, but like really <laughs> yeah. does play it straight. Uh, it's great. I love her performance in this. And like she, it could easily be played that like she hates Alex, and then at the end she's like, "Turns out I loved you the whole time." Yeah. Whereas like she plays it perfectly of like, "No, I can't." about you you're just exasperating yeah, yeah. why are you like why this? are you like this I have actual work to do and <laughs> I have to then deal with you which is how you would feel if you yeah. were minding someone you had known since a ch- like childhood absolutely yeah, yeah. I absolutely could not I would murder that man <laughs> uh, are there moments from the book that you think the film really nails Oh, um, their first kiss, I think they do a really oh, good job with. Such a good moment. Uh, like, just the hands in the hair. Look, uh, like, it, I was really worried it was going to do, like, do you remember, like, this, the first gay kiss on Dawson's Creek that was basically like a moi? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was real yeah. worried it was going to be like that. <laughs> and this movie's like, no, they're they're Frenching. It's, they're it's, ready to they, fuck They could second. fuck right now. And I was like, yes. That's how a first kiss should be. It should, there's so much tension builds up that you're like, oh, I've got to have this. Yeah. That's why we can't go back to Disasterland. <laughs> Disgraceland, yes. Oh, Disgraceland, sorry. Oh, boy. <laughs> anyway, yes. that's a story for another can't episode. Can't show our faces there. Uh, it's fine. Uh, are there any... <laughs> Try to focus. Uh, are there any things that you think the movie gets so wrong? Uh, well, other than, there's uh, Alex uh, doing the speech before talking to Henry. I don't yeah. like that. Um, obviously, th- so the, yeah, uh, other characters they got rid of. So they get rid of really uh, Henry's mom, and they make the co- the queen, his grandmother, turns it into the king, and played by Stephen Fry, yes. which is a nice little Easter egg. We I, under- I understand why you did that, yeah. but I kind of missed the scene where like. Uh, like the whole part of like uh, Henry's mom has kind of just been MIA since her husband died yeah. and this is what sort of gets her to wake up and protect her children yeah. and so like uh, instead we just get like the king being like oh well you the world won't accept you and them being like there's people outside who accept him and him being like alright whereas like in the in the book the queen is very much like well like well, you're not gonna do this and then his mom is like well why don't I tell parliament you're, you have dementia and we'll, take, oh. we'll remove you from the throne and I was like 
like, oh, she's shit. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, do it. Yeah. Protect your children, everybody. Because it's also like healing a part yes, of Henry's of, of he- story. Yes, yeah. exactly. And to leave that out, like, Henry has so many faults, and I feel like they don't get into really why he is the way that he yeah, is. They're just yeah. sort of like, yeah, he's like this sometimes. And the movie kind of wants to be like, because he's gay and a prince, and that's hard. And I'm yeah. like, no, but there's other stuff going there's on. Lots of reasons he has yeah. these mental health issues yeah. that he's suffering from yeah. depression, that he's dealing with all this stuff. Yes. And like, he does mention, like, yeah, like, my heart broke when my dad died, but like, the book gets so much more into like, no, he's in a, like, he, it affected him. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, these guys have problems. Yeah. 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 Well, and apparently, part of the reason why they uh, had it as Stephen Fry. A, they could get Stephen Fry and they're like, yes, yeah, we okay. have to have this man. Yeah, I would do the same. Yeah, like would I, do the same. I, it's not that I don't get it. I just like wish they had still oh, had yeah. the scene of like the, the mother sort of giving the comeuppance. Yeah. And instead they're like, ah, she's off doing charity around the world. Yeah, yeah, we'll yeah, never fine. meet her. Yeah, don't Great. worry about Don't worry about her. Well, I, yeah, that's one of my favorite parts of the book is how slowly Henry gets un- unveiled, if mm-hmm. you will, like all of his trauma, all of the yes. things that are so difficult for him. Mm-hmm. Um, you see him cut off and then you yeah. see him come back. And that's like, what makes it relatable, right? Is like we all understand issues with our mom. You know, or dad. And like, this is, I guess, a bit of a smaller note, but in the book, it's revealed that like when he was younger, Alex saw a picture of Henry in a magazine and basically kept sneaking into his sister's room to look at it. I love that detail. And that's, and you're like, oh, okay. So like both of them have loved each other since the minute they saw each other and just didn't realize it. And like in the book, they're just like, there's just a one-off conversation where it's like, like, oh, how long have you wanted to have sex with me? Oh, three, since three years ago. Cool. And I'm like, no. Oh, you're missing it, guys. No. no. <laughs> there's so much more to this. Oh. Again, just that that thing in a magazine, that queer experience of being like, why am I looking at this magazine so much? I'm really into this photo. I guess it's the lighting. I guess I want to be them. Yes, oh, the that's classic what it be is. them or want them. Yes, oh. I believe we've discussed this before. It's so real. Uh, but what is the nerdiest thing that you have ever done in relation to this fandom? <laughs> Um, I have definitely looked up fan fiction of it. Hell yeah. Uh, there's some good ones. Um, oh, nerdiest thing. I mean, I think the nerdiest thing is that I read it six times in one year. <laughs> That's pretty unbeatable for sure. That's really impressive. I really thought it had been like four years. And I was like, I was like, oh, I read this like once a year. And then I looked up like, when did I buy this? 2022? Okay, so thanks. you read it so much, you shifted your I, perception I shifted of time. time. Yes, I did. Yes. I really didn't think it had been... I, I thought it had been way more time. Do you reread? Is that a thing you do often? Not really. In, it, yeah, that I makes really sense. have to love it in yeah. order to reread. And like, this is the. I don't think I've read reread any book six times except for this one. Incredible. Uh, yeah, I def- I started getting into romance novels like a few years ago, uh, and like this is a this is a good one because not only is it like very sexy, but it's also just wonderful. <laughs> I feel like romance as a genre is so often uh, judged by its worst entries, but man, oh, a good romance is ro- so fun. I know, like some many of them are straight, and <laughs> there's so many good gay ones. Um, my other favorite romance novel, aside from this one, is r- uh, romantic comedy, where basically a female SNL type writer falls in love with the celebrity host. Oh, fun and oh. uh, this—that's uh, another one that has really good, not texting but emails. Oh, cool! Uh, there's cool, a whole cool. middle section of them just emailing each other, and I've, I've reread that all the time. Oh, <laughs> oh I love that. Okay, we got to check that out. <laughs> Maybe so that will be the next episode. We're doing. <laughs> <laughs> just I come on every few months to be like, here's the next romance novel I'm obsessed with. Honestly, I love I'm it. Into I it. love this trend. I'm into Let's it. Do it. Uh, we're about to jump into hot takes, but before we do, this episode's brought to you by tpublic.com, where you're gonna find your next favorite t-shirt. Uh, T Public has unique and nerdy designs that you can get on t-shirts. You can get it on mugs, tank tops, hoodies, mouse pads, stickers, phone cases, and so much more. You can find a design you love and get it on literally pretty much anything you want. Yeah, you can customize the size, you can customize the color, the fabric on any piece of clothing. I would hope you can customize the size. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're right. Every shirt is extra small. That's, that's a very good point. Um, well, didn't think about that. Anyway, um, and all of the designs are made by independent artists, which is awesome. Um, Kat, you're wearing one of these t-shirts I, right now. I pretty much only wear Tee Public t-shirts, <laughs> like, almost all the time. I'm wearing one that has a bunch of dinosaurs with sunglasses on it, and underneath it says bodacious period. It is an excellent t-shirt. They're all t-shirt. wearing, like, sick 90s yeah. like, windbreakers. Yeah, they're bodacious. Yeah, I can <laughs> confirm this is a top-notch t-shirt. Absolutely. <laughs> um, and you could get more like it. Um, and the cool thing is, because all of these designs are made by independent artists, you are supporting them um, because they get a fair commission for their work. Um, you're also supporting this podcast. Um, so that's pretty awesome, too. Uh, you could have a good t-shirt and support a bunch 
bunch of awesome people. That's we love bodacious. that. <laughs> that is bodacious. Mm-hmm. Period. Period. <laughs> oh. oh. So head over to tpublic.thefandomshow.com. Check out all of our merch and our favorite designs. We put up uh, designs from every episode that we do. We go out and search and find fun things so that you can rep that fandom if it's your fandom. Uh, they also have a ton of sales and uh, all of November they're having huge sales on all of their merch. So head on over to tpublic.thefandomshow.com and thank you so much t-shirt daddy for your support. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're moving on to some hot, hot takes about this hot, hot book movie. Okay, I'm going to start off number one uh, friend of the podcast, Candace Meeks. Uh, they cut Alex's sister and Henry's best friend out of the movie and change Alex's coming out story. Everything about the movie is bad, but the two leads are cute, but not gay. This is caps, mm. and you can tell. Also, Alex is supposed to be a short king in the book, but That's he's true. not in the movie, and that is unforgivable. Yeah. You know what? I do agree with I, that. Yeah, I can't disagree with that. Yeah. yeah. I, I did love that he was a short king as a short king myself. Yep. <laughs> um, representation is important, you know, everybody? <laughs> um, okay, how about this one? Uh, this is top of the list, and I just like the way the way it uh, sounds. Fuck the monarchy, but not like that, lol. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a very good comment. That's it. It's I very good. I love it. Uh, but I do want to go back to the fact that the may, the two actors are not gay. Oh yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah. Um, let's t- let's touch back on that. Yeah, uh, it's too bad it they should be bad. gay. I guess it's like obviously you want to have people who are gay portraying the gay people in your movie. Yeah. But I guess when like the characters are like it's a very specific book and the characters are so specific and yes. you really need to make sure they have chemistry that like maybe they were like it's more important that we have two good actors here yeah. rather than just finding gay people that aren't any aren't as good I don't know the process behind it I'm yeah. just theorizing um, I mean I think that, I think they're both really hot yeah. uh, what's his name <laughs> Nicholas uh, Galatine I love him I, he's popping up everywhere he right now he was so good in, bo- in Bottoms he's so, so funny so funny he's, in that and also he's also in The Craft uh, yes, the most recent Craft yes, remake that movie I have a lot of problems with us oh. too. Oh, we should yeah, we'll, talk about that. We'll, we'll talk about that when we're done. <laughs> um, but also, he has like the best just cried face. Like, oh yeah, like, huge eyes. Like, I, yeah, huge eyes. But like somehow he always looks like he's just finished crying. Yep. Like, uh, yeah, it's like his, his eyes are red. It's clear that like there were tears there, but he still looks really cute. Yeah, <laughs> You're like, yeah. well done. Like that's some real Allison Hannigan crying type just stuff. Just gonna say that. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I also find it so interesting the three movies that we just listed, he's vastly different characters in yes. each of them to the point where having seen both Bottoms and Red, White and Royal Blue, I didn't recognize him in the craft mm. because he was just playing such a different character. Huh. Like it took this, a second for yeah. me to be like, I know him, I know him. Oh, oh yeah, right. <laughs> but like the, all three of the characters are so wildly different. I feel like he has really good range, mm-hmm. which yeah. is cool. I know, I want to see more from him. I think I want to see more of him. Oh, sexy times. And then uh, I keep forgetting his name. Taylor Zakar Perez. I think he's very cute and uh, does a really good job of portraying Alex with all of his flaws. Um, Again, the movie's nowhere near as good as the book, but I think he does what he can with the the script that he's given. Yeah, Yeah. totally. Uh, This one is Prince Henry slash Nicholas Galdzine is Macaulay Culkin if he never did Party Monster. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Sorry, Macaulay Culkin. You just got ripped in these hot takes. Wait. I feel like I need to know more Macaulay Culkin lore to be able to. <laughs> That's after he dated Mila, Mila Kunis for a long Wait, time. Wait, really? Yeah, they for, dated. Yeah, they were for like for eight a long years. Time. I did not know that. But then yeah. after Party Monster, I think is when he really like got into drugs and not taking very good care of himself, yeah. and yeah. Uh, things went bad for Macaulay. So is this just a, a physical com- comparison they're making here? Blonde hair, big eyes. That's maybe. I think. I think they're. Yeah. I definitely see that. <laughs> yeah, there's a similarity there. Macaulay yeah. Culkin, though, I think a short king. Indeed. Not a short king. Indeed. The Culkins in general. The Culkins. Culkins be Skulkin, as Jocelyn likes to say (laughs) on our podcast. You know what? That is very true of Roman from Succession. No question. He be Skulkin all over. Yeah. Wow. Oh, Jocelyn. Oh, my goodness. You're not even here and you're funny. God damn it. Uh, So this one is, this was supposed to be a cute romance about two adorable gay boys falling in love. Not a book about idealized political views. If it had been only a romance novel, I would have liked it more. Although, honestly, not by much. Boo! <laughs> Boo! <laughs> that is a cold take, sir. Or madam, or person. <laughs> Red, white, and royal. Boo! <laughs> uh, 
All right. This one is from Greg Newson at Slant Magazine uh, on a similar time. The film is a neoliberal fantasy that feels stuck in the 2016 version of the future from which it sprung. Yes. That's why we <laughs> why? like it, Greg. Yeah, man. Greg, what's wrong with you? Oh, are you, as a white man, has your world not changed all that much since 2016? Slant Magazine's like, shit's good now. I don't know. I'm happy. <laughs> I think Slant leans to the right. Hey. Oh. I, I don't know anything about Slant Magazine. Don't come for me if somehow that was offensive. <laughs> I have no idea. I, I got no this idea. from Rotten Tomatoes. All right. <laughs> People who like deeply identify or with Slant just, Magazine. I don't know. If somehow they're just like, how dare you, sir, speak ill of Slant Magazine. Next episode is going to be a fan of Slant Magazine. <laughs> Magazine, everyone, and we're going to have Greg Newson here, back. everybody. <laughs> okay, how about this? Um, my strongest opinion when I read the book was that Hamilton the musical was like the consolation prize our universe got for being the bad timeline. <laughs> 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 so there was a lot of other stuff in that hot take, but I really like that That's part. That's very funny. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess. I guess? I guess. Like, I didn't catch the fact that Hamilton didn't exist in this timeline. Yes, this person was very, very focused. They said, um, the characters also referenced the historical figure Alexander Hamilton, but never the musical. So it seems like these characters would have some familiarity with the musical if it existed in their world. That seems like a leap. So like, it's do, safe to assume it they, doesn't they're exist. They're very involved in politics and live in the White House, I think you can reference Hamilton without talking about the musical every time. Also, they don't talk about a lot of pop culture. Yeah. Yeah. Just like, well, I guess in this world, we don't have Boy George. (laughs) (laughs) Like, well, we can. I don't talk about him that often. (laughs) Yeah, but you said the word boy and you didn't bring up Boy George. Well, I guess it doesn't exist here. (laughs) It almost feels like these characters would be like, oh, Hamilton. They didn't get any of the details right. Like, that seems like what Alex would. would, (laughs) Yeah, yeah, 100%. But yeah, that that seems more their take. They would know Alexander Hamilton well before the musical came out. Absolutely. They'd just be like, this Lin Manuel guy, he took some liberties. Yeah, yeah. He's a policy wonk, of course. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Do you have any hot takes that you need to get out into the world about red, white, and royal? Blue. I mean, my hot take is everybody should read it. Everybody should read it. <laughs> yeah. And like, I know I said earlier at the, the thing, like, if you tell me to read something, I'm not, I don't want to read it. And I know that I've just done that to a bunch of people. If you can get over that, I promise you're going to have a good time. <laughs> yeah. And read the book first. Read, read the, the book, book first. first. Because I like, mean, that being said, if you watch the movie first, you're going to get a lot of little treats when you read the book. Later. If you liked the movie. If you liked yeah. the movie, if you're you going to watch the yeah. movie and you don't have any of that background context and you don't like it, you'll never go back to the book. True. And the movie is very much like I saw a lot of this very lifetime movie yes. vibes like it's just such yeah. junk food yeah it's brain junk I, food and the sex scenes in the book are way hotter oh they're way hotter absolutely I was genuinely surprised reading it when, when I got to a sex scene because like I based on the concept assumed it was going to be fluffier and yeah. then got to it and was like oh like, <laughs> alright uh, hello. hello also I found it weird in the uh, in the the first sex scene in the movie, it's sort of implied that Henry goes down on Alex and Alex does not reciprocate. Does not reciprocate. <laughs> and like, they are, it, it's clear later on that like he reciprocates on a later date, but I'm like, that is not what happens in the book. No. They, they go down on each other. That's right. As it <laughs> they should are both be, everyone. Yes. Everyone take notes. <laughs> be reciprocal. That's right. That is, if you learn nothing else today, <laughs> give as you get. <laughs> All right. At the end of every episode, we like to share our microfandoms of the week, which we're going to do in just a moment. But before we do, there's some other ways you can connect with us. You can find us on social media at Fandom Show Pod or at our website, thefandomshow.com. Uh, as mentioned off the top, we also have a Patreon. So if you're just dying to give someone money, if you're like, ooh, I hate having money. Someone else <laughs> should have it for me. Make it us. Make it us. We'll take it. Um, all the money goes towards helping us continue to make the podcast uh, and uh, share more fandom with everyone. Uh, please also tell your friends about us, whether they be nerds or not. Uh, and please get on your podcast provider of choice, though. Ideally, Apple Podcasts and do a little rate, a little review, a little subscribe. Uh, I'm going to give you a suggestion of a hashtag, justice for the meme you can put on there. Um, but even a one-sentence <laughs> review or one-word review helps us move up in the charts. And then more people can listen to this. And we can keep talking about Nerdy shit forever. Um, if you love this podcast and you want to get a little more of us, we have a couple ways you can do that. We have merch. Uh, you can head on over to tpublic.com uh, slash stores slash the fandom show, and you can snag our faces on your favorite things like shirts, mugs, more. 
more? All sorts of other mores. Do you want to uh, rub your mouse over our faces? You can do that. That's weird. Mouse pads are also available, <laughs> as I guess what Steph is trying to say. Wow. <laughs> what an approach. Um, also, you can come see us uh, do things live. Not this podcast, but we do all sorts of other shows. So if you're in Toronto, we host uh, twice-monthly trivia nights at Stormcrow Manor. I've done it twice. It's so much fun. And you did really well. We came in twice both times. Which is, which, which or is, came in second both times. Came in twice. <laughs> came you know in what I'm second saying. Second twice. There yeah. we go. There we go. <laughs> yeah, you crushed it, and it's it, it ain't easy. So uh, yeah, we cover a wide range of fandoms. It's just general pop culture and nerdery, um, and we love new challengers. So come on out, check it out. Also, if you are listening before December 13th, surprise, we are doing a holiday musical show with Bad Dog Theater called Holiday with an exclamation mark, an improvised musical. Um, it's inspired by Sondheim's Company, also with an exclamation mark. Um, and uh, you can find out more at BadDogTheater.com. Uh, you can also find us on the From Superheroes Discord where you can meet other fans you can chat with us directly you can submit your hot takes uh, and our theme song is by Yusu Kim and our logo is by John Blair heck yeah and now we're on to micro fandoms for the week um, Steph what do you got look you already started talking about it during the beginning of this episode yes I did sorry it's <laughs> this video game it's Hades Kaya <laughs> tried to get me to play it before and I was like you keep dying and redoing it over and over that sounds like the shittiest yes. video game <laughs> in the world it sounds boring yeah it's not okay that's not how it works. So if you heard that. It's exactly how it works. It is, Steph, it, you just like it, it is, better now. No, but it is, but all the levels are different each time you go back in. Yeah. It's not the exact same thing over and over. Every time it's different. I really feel like I concluded this in the initial you description. You did it. Or you did and I ignored you. Um, but you also, you can romance characters. Uh, you can have some enemies to lovers, as Kaya implied. You also, it's just uh, some daddy issues. You can learn to play a harp, it turns out. I'm not there yet. <laughs> Spoilers. Uh, no, I saw you do it. Um, but it's a really fun game. If you like Greek mythology, I've loved Greek mythology since I was a kid. Uh, it's just one of those things that I always want to keep coming back to. Uh, Stephen Fry actually has a book about Greek mythology, too. It's he does. Fun. It's a good book. It's, I haven't read it yet, but I want to. I enjoyed it. Um, so yeah, Hades, we have it for the Nintendo Switch. It's super fun. If you just want a nice, fun game that you can pull up and stop whenever you feel like it, uh, it doesn't ask that much of you, just that you hack and slash your way uh, out of hell. Yeah, so. I think you can actually get it on a bunch of different platforms, too. I don't think it's just Only Nintendo the Switch. Switch. <laughs> This is going to be awkward moving to my fandom. Because Kai, what's your fandom? <laughs> Mario Kart. Yay! Can you tell what we've been doing at our house? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a lot of uh, Switch-based activities. Hmm, wait. Hmm. <laughs> Are uh, we? What? What? Um, yeah, uh, look, this is not a new game. I'm aware of that. I am also not playing it for the first time. I, I like you, have played it in friends' basements since time immemorial. <laughs> um, but uh, recently, we have been playing it a lot uh, because I think we've discovered that you can um, drift. <laughs> Yes, as soon that, as we discovered you can do something other than just basic driving, we were like, this game's great. Yeah, and you can, like, do tricks off stuff, kind of, and, like, I don't know, that's just made it so much more interesting, and it really made me realize, wait for this hot take, when you play games correctly, they're more fun. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, it really made me realize, I'm baby Luigi. <laughs> you know what? Finding my character really helped, too. I do kick ass with baby Luigi. Yeah, and also look like baby Luigi a little oh, bit. okay. Well, we, yeah. <laughs> it's hurtful. I, it's not. He doesn't have a mustache. Right. He's just a cutie little guy. Short King. Short King. <laughs> baby Luigi. Short King Baby Luigi. Look, it, it honestly took a while for me to accept that playing as a baby worked for me. I wanted to be Link. I'm not. I'm Baby Luigi. <laughs> know thyself. Know thyself. Anyway, okay, Kat, what are you uh, fanning out about this week? Uh, I am loving a Korean series called Bargain that's on Paramount Plus. Ooh, okay. Uh, it's six episodes. Each episode's about 30 minutes and each episode is portrayed as a single take. What? Um, and I really don't want to get too much into spoilers, so I'm going to, like, it's about a man who goes to meet a girl at a hotel, and then things get bad, and then things get real bad. Uh, and I don't Is it want... like a drama? Is it a comedy? It's a Is thriller. It... Ooh. Yes. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> that sounds fun. Yeah, things things get bazonks very quickly. And uh, yeah, it's real fun. And sorry, go back. They shoot every episode in one take? Or I, I don't or think it, it's, it looks it, it like looks that. Like a, yeah, yeah, it yeah. Looks, they, Even that's really it's hard. It's very do. impressive. Yeah, yeah, it's very, very well done. Um, <laughs> it, like, it's a ridiculous show. It's one of those shows where it just gets more ridiculous with each episode. Good. Uh, but like, in a way, 
waiver. I'm just like, can't wait to see where this is going. Oh uh, and yeah, it's only six episodes, so it's a it's a small investment in your time. Oh but my God. Uh, loved it. Go watch Bargain, everybody. It's Do you really watch fun. a lot of Korean dramas? Not a ton. It takes a lot. But then I uh, like literally, <laughs> I'm very easy. Somebody I just saw on the internet, some stranger just being like, hey, Bargain is cool. And I was like, done. Like, sure, <laughs> let's try it. Now, out. if somebody has said Bargain is awesome, you have to watch it. Would you be like, fuck no? I mean, honestly, I'd probably still watch it. I watch everything. <laughs> like you, do, you do watch absolutely everything. I, w- I wish I could do what you do. There was some other show I was watching and Craig was like, oh, so do you like the show? And I was like, yeah, I like it. I'll finish it. And he's like, I feel like I'll finish it is like the floor of you <laughs> watching a show. Yeah, you don't, you don't step away, really. <laughs> That's amazing. You walk into the fire. Yeah. Oh, the, you're the gladiator I wish to be. I, I need I need your superpowers. Craig says he's like I live with you and I still don't know how you watch all the TV that you watch. Like, I how do you find the time to watch all of it and also read? And yeah, also, do you have tips? <laughs> Teach us. I mean, I do a lot of it at the same time. Oh, but you seem to absorb it all. I don't know. That's magic. That's magic. It's a superpower. Yeah, it really is. Um, I'm still working on watching any of the Star Treks because I'm like, when? With what time? (laughs) Who can? (laughs) Anyway. Kat, thank you so much for being here. I'm so glad to have finally found my fandom. (laughs) Where can people find you? What do you want to plug? I am the co-host of the I Hate It But I Love It podcast with my best friend Jocelyn Getty, the the, uh, coiner of Skulkins Be Skulkin. Uh, (laughs) As she's generally known. (laughs) Do you have that on a shirt? (laughs) We do not. We probably should. should. Please add it to your store. Um, and you can follow me on Instagram at Cat Angus. I technically have a Twitter, but I don't really use Twitter anymore because yeah. gestures towards everything. Because we're in this timeline. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, and I also am the managing editor of the TLDR uh, newsletter for Well Simple, which is a weekly newsletter about what's happening in the world of finance, but written funnily and for so you people can understand and give a shit. <laughs> um, and also the TLDR podcast is... It's probably out by now or is about to be out, and I will be guesting on it sometime. So you can listen to me on on that. But even when I'm not on it, it's a pretty good podcast. So go listen to, go subscribe to the TLDR podcast by Wes and Paul. Yeah. If you're going to learn about your finances, do it through wonderful, charming, smart people. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And my coworkers. (laughs) (laughs) Womp womp. They're not listening to this. (laughs) (laughs) If they are, I didn't mean it. (laughs) I love you. (laughs) All right. Thank you you so much for being here until next time love the things you love and tell everyone about them bye the phantom show the phantom show is produced by andrew ivamy as part of the from superheroes network for more great podcasts like this as well as web comics articles and so much more visit from superheroes.com